Welcome to this very special Christmas edition of Onside Fun. I'm Santa, and as always, I'm joined by my little reindeer, Ken. How are you, buddy? I'm good. I thought you were going to say I'm yeah. the world's biggest elf. Ah, oh, yeah, probably. I probably do resemble a bit. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's Christmas, mate. We've got to get it's in Christmas. the spirit. Merry Christmas. It's getting close. The snow's coming. Why Christmas for American sports? A bit warmer for us. It's cooking. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I know it's been hailing in Canberra. We're getting cooler weather here. But we're thinking this episode, homie, for a very Christmas special, we've got a few things that are coming in different, a couple of games, we're mixing it up, but we're hitting all of the reviews. Oh, sorry, the previews. And we're just going to relax yes. in this one. We're going to relax in this episode. Yeah, it's week 16, Cap, and it's like, uh, are you going to run the music the whole yep. episode? What are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I think 55 <laughs> minutes of this Christmas theme. Well, I hope everyone, I hope you got your out of office on. I hope you finished that last email. All the headers in the shed. What else have we got, Cad? All the tools are away. Oh, Whatever yeah. else you got. And you're in the car heading down the beach, the mountains, wherever you're going to be. We're going to take you there. And let's mix up this uh, on Sub Punt episode. Yeah, oh man, I'm so excited. And look, you know, we're, we're celebrating. Everyone's kind of kicking back now. Or if you're still working, you're switching off. We all know that. Everyone switched off probably a couple of weeks ago, I'd imagine. Oh, I wish they had. <laughs> Where'd they turn up from today? That was, that was some <laughs> genuine emails today. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Too late. Yeah. That's yeah. a 2024 problem, everybody. <laughs> so Don't park at our beach. Yeah, but that's it. So we've, you know, we're having a couple of, uh, you know, Christmas drinks, and this is our Christmas party. We get to do it live on the air, which I'm, I'm excited for. But we've got to get down to business from last week in a massive game, homie. The upsets kept coming. You know, we're going to fix something in 2024, and that's Philly Eagles. So they <laughs> went down. Uh, safety Jalen Love sealed the comeback victory with his second intercept of the game, led by. Led by Drew Locke, the Seahawks, and DK Metcalf, my mm-hmm. Terminator. Mm-hmm. It was amazing catches. It was incredible. They ran out this game 20 to 17 winners, and they've kept the season alive, Kat. It's incredible. This jump, like, I thought we all planned for this to be done, that the Eagles tough road. Now, we did say that the Seahawks were going to give the Eagles a bit more of a challenge, but I didn't think they'd pull off a win by a field goal. Yeah, and they've been in matches for the last four, for the last month, actually. They've been in matches just unable to convert it. And Jalen needed a sickie. He, I think he even got his own plane down there. He was that unwell. I don't think they wanted to mix him with the crew. Uh, but, uh, yeah, not a good outcome here for the Eagles when they probably a game that they were looking forward to, just chalk up a win. But uh, let's not concentrate too much because it's Christmas, Cad, and yeah. they can do something else. They can do it done. So. <laughs> Man, it really reflects in those stats too. 143 yards, two interceptions, I mean. Jalen ain't feeling himself, but hopefully they get into the Christmas spirit. But first, homie, I thought let's kick this off with a bit of a game. You've written up. It is the time. The elf's on the shelf. Sanders checking his list. He's checking it twice. We need to find out who's been naughty or nice this year. So, homie, I want to find out who's on your naughty list. The list got pretty long. I must I must know <laughs> I'm a pretty negative guy. I've read, the, the naughty list was double the, the nice list, so that tells you something about me rolling into Christmas. Why, why don't we go one for one here? How many naughty yeah. people have you got here? I think let's stay naughty and then let's go. Let's end on a positive. Oh, I've got, I've got three naughties, but 
There was it was nearly four because Pat Mahomes nearly got one in just for being a little sook. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I've actually given it to the coach of the Commanders as my first one. Oh, Ron Rivera. Yeah, and this is for benching Sam Howe, and not and not because not because the onside punt quarterback got benched yeah. and it lost my fantasy game. Not because of that. It's because he was on track for an NFL record. And was, the coach has taken that away from that him. Was that an NFL record for most sacks in the season? Yes, he was on track. He was 59. <laughs> he was 59 on the season, tracking beautifully towards 79 to take the to take it up top, and then benched him. I'm not happy. No, not that, happy. that's very that naughty. Catch, yeah, that is very naughty. Who have you got, Cad? I'll be surprised if I've not taken him from your list, but I've put Aaron Rodgers on my on my naughty list. And do you know why? It's for wasting our damn time. Five hours of hard knocks, weeks of speculation, months of hype, and what did he give us in return? 94 seconds of gameplay this season, but it didn't stop there. I mean, this year we've seen more than more Aaron Rodgers on the sideline in the Jets than Robert Sala or anyone else, and he keeps defying modern medicine, he says. He's going to take the ayahuasca or the LSD to fix his severed ankle. I'm, an, I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. You're on the naughty list, Aaron. Disappointed. He actually nearly got onto my nice list because he said he's not playing this season. <laughs> so I was like, thank Christ, we're, we're done. We're done. That's a Christmas resident for me. Um, the second one, um, we're going to go naughty or do you want to go nice? What do you no, let's, keep stay, let's, go, let's go for let's the bad Stay boys. negative? Yeah. This is where I'm at my best, so we probably should have saved it. But <laughs> this is a fresh one for me. Pete Carroll, the Ooh, coach of the Seahawks. What's Pete done wrong? You are way too old to be wearing your hat back at the press conference. <laughs> wearing hat his backwards. hat backwards. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't know exactly how old he is, but he looks like a little kid on red cordial like I am tonight with my <laughs> Christmas drink, running around. I'm just like, I've had enough of you. <laughs> I love him, but holy crap, you cannot wear a backwards hat to a press conference, <laughs> Pete Carroll. You're way too old Wait, for when that. you beat the Eagles... Do whatever the hell you want. I, I feel guess you can flex, can't you? Yeah, you, you can, can flex, flex a little that. bit. Let Pete play. Uh, I've gone to the Giants for giving Daniel Jones a $160 million extension. In the five games he played this season, he had two touchdowns and six interceptions. That money needs to go to developing the team, sign better players, not a quarterback that's just... You've recognized his limitations. And now, you know... You've got Tommy, Tommy DeVito, who's actually doing something for this team. Waste of cash. I like that a lot. <laughs> uh, that Christmas resin might be coming in the new year, though, too. That one, <laughs> it might keep rolling, that list. Now, my last one, Cad. Mm. So this one's going to be the, the thick cord you feel at the back of your heel. It's the Achilles tendon. <laughs> you, you're you're on putting, my naughty list. You're putting the Achilles tendon on your naughty list. <laughs> You've stolen too many players this season from me. Too many players, and I'm not happy with you. I do not want. To, I want you to have a big preseason, and I do not want to see you in 2024. So get away from me, the Achilles tendon. You're on my naughty list. <laughs> Just ACLs, MCLs, tendons. Yeah, <laughs> any of those, any of those tendons, any of those connection points. Huh? You're on my naughty list. Okay. I like that. You've thought very deeply on this. I've gone for a very easy one, and it's Frank Reich, the now-fired coach from the Panthers, for ruining the development of Bryce Young. A year like this could set him back, and, you know, maybe he's got his punishment, but I'm not happy with it. I don't think it's enough because Bryce Young is losing everything right now while watching CJ take it to the next level. I love how you can still find space to put a guy that got fired on the yeah, board. No, <laughs> yeah, that's how bad you were. You're not season. absolved of your sins once you're fired. No, not at all. No, like Santa it. knows. Santa knows. 
Yeah, well, he's getting the coal. He's yeah, getting the he's coal. He's getting the coal for sure. <laughs> but over to the nice list. Who's been good this year, homie? Who do you want to want to credit with a good gift? All right, I'm going to start left field. I left the field here. So I'm going to give it to that ref with a nice tight shirt and the big guns. <laughs> the guy with the huge biceps. <laughs> yeah, it always catches me by surprise and my inner monologue is, Jesus, he's got big guns. Like every time <laughs> I see him, even though he's always there, but generally from the refs, um, last week in the Titans versus Texans game, we saw the first ever full black referee crew, which I think mm. is a pretty outstanding achievement for the NFL. And that is on my nice list. Female and male crew as well, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was really awesome. good. That's uh, really cool. Now, very good. You've taken a, a nice high road there. I really like that. I've gone for Lamar Jackson here, which after some comments earlier in the season, you know, I, I think I'm taking this opportunity to put him on my nice list. And it's rep- for representing himself to sign a $260 million contract and actually living up to the hype and the dollar. That's you know who else? Who else are the mm. high Q- paid QBs? Joe Burrow, injured. Justin Herbert, injured. Patrick Mahomes, just failing, really. Uh, Aaron yeah. Rodgers, injured. Daniel Jones, injured. Deshaun Watson, injured and not a good guy. So credit to Lamar for getting it done. I really like that one. Hmm. I like that a lot. All right, my next one. Ready? Mm. It's Philly and the brotherly shove. Oh, see, this is good because they're currently on the NFL's naughty list. Yeah, and that's why I love them. I love anyone that annoys everyone else. And this is a team that has frustrated everyone and also in conversation to get it banned. Like, that's how good you're going. Yeah, you're doing that well. Yeah, like, how can you be that good? But, again, see, I, I edge everything with a funny and then I'll go the seriousness here, so... But Jason Kelsey, who's the leader of the of the gang, he has not missed a game this year, and he's the oldest player in the NFL not to miss a game at 36. I think that's an outstanding achievement by yeah. him. He just keeps turning up for this team, and don't worry, Philly will be back. They're too good to. They're that, too that's good just to what down. I want for Christmas. Like if I had anything on the top of my list, and that's why I think that Seahawks Eagles game hurt so much is. You know, it's compounding the fact that not only that the Eagles are going down a little bit. But Jason Kelsey is kind of talked about. He's getting older and he is looking every every week like, I really am looking forward to not having to do this all the time. But his time to get a Super Bowl is it's slipping through his fingers. And I just want that man to get a ring more than anything. I don't know if he can jump ship onto a, a team and just get one on the way out, but I think he's too good a guy. Oh, he's in the right place, though. <laughs> They're going to give him the best chance out yeah. of any team, really. Like, they're all a chance and... I hope he can get one. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. But speaking of another great guy, I've got a my nice list, and it's to Mike McDaniels. You can't not have him on this list. Coach of the Dolphins. And I'm putting it there for being the most entertaining coach in this league. He literally is a four-foot nerd. He really shouldn't be around all these Titans, but he keeps it real, keeps it happy, and I guess he's the picture of that modern coach that you absolutely adore, homie. I do. I love everything about him. I even love that he was he's happy to get trash talked about his Air Force Ones on the, <laughs> yeah. on the side. And he still wears his they're not aviators, but they're Oh, they're sunnies. They're rock star yeah. sunnies. Yeah. They are rock star sunnies. <laughs> and I just think what a character, and you need those characters because it's such a good contrast to some of the older fossils we see rolling around. That's it. But while staying on coaches, though, my last one is actually the Texans coach, oh, uh, D'Amico. D'Amico Ryans. I don't know why, but I've just grown to love his demeanour on the sideline. He's always got when he a come... smile on his face, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. And he always gives me this weird level of confidence with the Texans, like they're, they've got it under control, even though it could be falling apart. I look at him and it's like, hmm. 
I'm I'm happy. Yeah. So there's been some plays. Definitely in the last season. There's been some plays. Then I remember there's something very strange and ridiculous happened in a Texans game. Shouldn't have gone their way, or it's just kind of a bit ridiculous. In fact, it didn't go their way. They ended up losing the ball because of it. This weird and wonderful thing. And they shoot the camera to D'Amico, and he just kind of laughs and throws his hands up in the yeah. air. What are you going to do about it? He kind of says, "Ah, oh, well." And I was like, "You go, you shape that next to Bill Belichick." And he's like, oh. he could be up by 30 and he might not crack a grin. Gotta love D'Amico. And I think Coach of the Year is, is coming for him. I've mentioned it before, but I've put my last on the nice list. I'm giving it to Tommy Cutlets. I'm giving it to Tommy DeVito. Ooh. Giving him the Panettone. For giving the Giants and all of us something to be excited about in New York since I guess Aaron Rodgers took all the hype with him for the Jets. Tommy's come in. The Giants weren't going to be fun to watch this year. They weren't going to be entertaining. Even when Daniel Jones was in, it wasn't that exciting. But he's given some energy. And, you know, you and I who get to watch these games five in the morning and review all of them, he's given us something to talk about and he's been a lifeline for our, for our reviews. It's so good because when they when we come back after the bye, you're sort of like, oh, Giants. And you're like, oh, oh I forgot Giants. Yeah, Giants. Like, this is some fun. <laughs> like, and it's like the crowd. It's like It looks like a place you want to be. And I, I, I think you're right, Kat. It's just like. It, it's war, it warms you on the screen. Like, and it's like, we're not there. We're not in the space, the live space, but I can only imagine the party that they get into there. It'd be a cracker, right? I would be. I actually got a question for you. If you had to put Taylor Swift on either list for her involvement with the NFL, oh, where would you put her? She, she nearly made my nice list. Oh, nice list. Okay. Well, cool. I think, I think anything that brings conversation is amazing. And I think like partners, even if they're slagging each other, they're talking. <laughs> they're getting people, she's getting people to talk. And uh, I do like the image of her blowing up last week. We know what the yeah, lips were saying. Yeah. yeah. She was swearing. She was up. She had a beer in hand. It's kind of, she's getting into the realms of um, Ash Party. Nah, not there. No, no, yet, no not there yet. Yeah, yeah come not on. Not there yet. But she keeps working at it. You know, 10 to, 10 to 20 years, she might reach Ash Party's limits here. So <laughs> Taylor Swift, you've heard it here first. Not as good as Ash Party. I got one for you. I'm gonna roll this one. See if it see if it works for you. Uh, Slow mos of Nick Bosa. Oh, nice. <laughs> Very nice. <Yeah. laughs> but does it ruin? It only gets on my naughty list because my manhood is shattered. <laughs> <laughs> he generally takes it away from me. I just cannot. I cannot stack up against that man. I, oh. I wish I could just show you right now a text exchange I had with my sister. Literally, I think like last week. And it references our love. And I just sent, it's just me, nothing from her, me sending her photos of Nick Bosa and being like, how how much of this man is an Adonis? He's sculpted like a Greek god. And I think it's really confusing Holmy and I's heterosexuality. I, I said it's a my sister because she was like, try to work out which team. I'm like, here you go. <laughs> you can go for the 40 dollars <laughs> All right, homie, we're over to the first of our previews for week 16, which just seems crazy. We're getting up that far in the season, but we're doing things a little bit different. We're trying to cram a lot into our Christmas special. And, you know, as I said, we're all kind of checking out towards Christmas at work. We're kind of checking out here too. We're going to give you some quick reviews. We're calling this one Chris Kringle. Yeah, and you know what that means. It's kind of the crap it's an average you get. Present. Yeah, it's the crap you get. You're already gifting this, all right? You're going to give it. Yeah. I did have to. I did want to check in. Are we doing train wreck of the week? Oh, we're actually going to do. 
the Polar Express of the week. Oh, <laughs> anytime you one. want it, the button's there. Oh, we're good to go. It's coming quick. That's why I checked in. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to kick off the Chris Kringle with Jets versus Commanders. Now, the Jets potentially without Zach Wilson or any possibility now of making the playoffs take on the Commanders who haven't won a game in five weeks. Homie, I think if Zach Wilson is playing, I'm going Jets. But if Trevor Simeon starts, I'm going to go Commanders. I'm really hoping I can tip our boys at least once before the end of the season. Because, you know, it's Christmas morning, this game. I think it's 5 a.m. Christmas morning. I want to see them win. I want this this little gift under the tree before we uh, get started on the big day. Jets, though, heavy favourites in this one. Ooh, I want them. I know we're doing Chris Kringle, but God, I want to comment on that. <laughs> no, no, give us, give us, give us something. If you got something, go for it. Oh, it's like, well, they're our team, so it makes me want to pick them. And I like to pick them one last time like I did the Chargers. But I might, <laughs> I might cost another coach, so... It's just crazy the Jets are heavy favourites and Zach Wilson's not even confirmed to play. So, I don't know. It's a hard one to measure, but let's check in late because mm. I do want to go to the commanders just for a <laughs> Polar Express. Oh! <laughs> there you heard it. That is a genuine train wreck. It oh. will be bad, especially if Trevor Simeon is playing. It's just going to be a nightmare. Anyway, moving on. Well, I've got the Panthers versus the Packers. Now, the Packers... <laughs> Could not have asked for a better matchup here, Cad, <laughs> to get themselves back on track. While they're losing, they've been averaging over 20. And the Panthers, for over, over, over eight weeks, have not scored more than that. Packers win here, Cad. They should get the W. You don't think Panthers get their third victory here? I do. I did want to go. I, I, you know, we're not in the giving spirit. I want to give upsets, you know. It's like there are so many of these games. I think I have a message where I'm like, this could be an absolute mess up this week if, they, if the upsets come for it. Man, there's some train wreck contenders out there for the Polar Express, but we'll move it on to the Chargers, who are taking on the Bills on Christmas Eve and this was a game, homie, we were excited about from week one. You know, I talked about it on the show. I'd scheduled Christmases around it so we could have Christmas Eve at home to watch this game. Now, you might think this will be tough to watch, but I don't think so. I'll be watching this game in my Chargers jersey with a big smile on my face, celebrating the dawn of a new era as the Bills completely crush them in a very insulting and dominant way. There's always a beauty of being beaten 63 to whatever. <laughs> Yeah, 21, but yeah, it doesn't much matter. I'm excited. I've got the family ready. They're going to sit in front of They're going to sit in front of the team. (laughs) Watch it. (laughs) Watch this game. But it should, when they're this bad, they're good. So let's have a, let's enjoy it and it'll be a fun time, Kat. Absolutely. No doubt we're going Bills there. Yeah. I got the Broncos and the Patriots here. Mm. So, (laughs) oh, I was reviewing this match and I was just, the imagery of the two men, the coaches of this game, I just thought, is this a genuine reboot of grumpy old yeah, men? Yeah, grumpy movie? old men. <laughs> I, just had a, I just thought there's going to be a lot of crowd shots here instead of the, the coaches. Like they're just going, oh, let's pan away. It's too negative for the people. It's too negative for the people. It's Scrooge but, versus Scrooge. Really? Yeah, it's going to be good. The Broncos, you know, they've still got skin in the game here and should be able to produce the win. But saying that, you stop the run, you get a good shot at Russell, and you can you can you can take a chance here. I do feel like the Pats, the Pats have been trending up, and you know. But I'd love to give you the upset, but Juju and Ramondi Stevenson, they're questionable. So I'll sit with the I'll sit with the Broncos here. Kurt. They should be able to close out this film. 
Yeah, I really do hope the Broncos get this one. I'm going to go with them too. Also, come on, Christmas Day for us, and it's a primetime game. Think of us over here in, in Australia, America. We, we don't need this Why prime time on Christmas think Day. think of us? <laughs> All right, moving it on. The Bears host the Cardinals, and I think this is a bit of a tricky one, homie. Two quarterbacks who like to dash and dive, who struggle against good teams but have recently picked up surprise wins. I honestly think this is close, and I want to know where you're going with this one, but I honestly think I'm going to back the Bears on this one. I, I think Justin Fields is going to outplay the Cardinals' defense. His leg work, I think, is better than Kyler's, and his tight window accuracy will get it there. Could be sloppy, but could also just be a huge shootout. It could be a re- I reckon it'll be a really fun first half, and then someone will show show the elevation. I think that's the Bears for me. Yeah, I think their form over the last sort of three weeks has been really, really good. Uh, and they can stay in this game for a lot longer than the Cardinals can. So I'll go to the Bears. Good, I like it. I like it. Who we got next? Oh, we got uh, the Steelers versus Bengals. Now, the Steelers are reporting they are likely to turn to quarterback Mason Rudolph. <laughs> huh? Who? <laughs> Rudolph. Rudolph. Rudolph on Christmas Eve. Surely that's a sign that they can get back <laughs> from the who they've lost. You know, they've lost three straight. And can they score more than 20? No. no, it's the Bengals. They're on. They're on a run of three in a row. They should take care of business. It'd be, you know, it's dangerous game. But I still think the Bengals have better form. It just seems wrong give it to them. go against Rudolph oh, on Christmas. <laughs> when I read that, I was like, oh, do you got to tip him, right? Yeah, do you tip him? Yeah. <laughs> well, that would be a Christmas miracle, I think, because the Bengals are just killing it at the moment. Move it on. The Seahawks are visiting the Titans after their big victory this week, and oh, it could be tough to go against them after they beat the Eagles. Titans are scrappy. They have heart, but I'm looking for Seahawks to win this game, and I reckon win out for the rest of the season. We've got Titans this week, Steelers and Cardinals. Seahawks could take it all the way. I think you. I think you're right there. They they just they're good enough. Yeah. They just they just sometimes lose. Like it's strange. Yeah. But, it's but like, Drew, I think, is weirdly this guy who's carrying these wins for this team. I don't know why it is, but yeah, I am really interested to see who they actually start here at quarterback. That'll probably be where I sit my final decision with. Yep. I think. Uh, but good game. I do like it. Mm. I do like it. All right, I've got the Eagles versus the Colts here. Oh, sorry. The Giants, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the yeah, Colts can be, actually score points. Yeah, you can yeah. get a little confused. Oh, no, it's very dangerous. <laughs> uh, you'll be eating cutlets on Christmas Day, some of you. Oh, yeah. And then the Eagles will be eating cutlets on, oh, on no. Boxing Day. <laughs> you like that? As, they, uh, as the Giants have to travel down to Philly, I surely don't think, you know, despite the Philly losing three in a row, they are a 10-4 and four team. Let's not forget that. Five at one at home, they should dominate. And let's hope Hertz is fully fully fit and no illness there. Fully to break their three-game losing streak here, Cad. I've got them God. taking the win. I reckon there's going to be a couple of uh, opportunists in the tipping comp that might go the Giants here. Just on the fact that, you know, do you get off the bus? That's fun. Oh, I don't know. I'm really hopeful one, right? that the Eagles can pull off this win. That's going to hurt otherwise. All right, moving it on to the Falcons who host the Colts at home and the Falcons are going to have to wake up their offense in order to contend with the Colts here at all. I think Colts looking at another 30 points on the scoreboard this week. Just need to see if there's any left, like life left in these Falcons. Like They lose to the Panthers last week. I don't think this offense is turning it around anytime soon. They're so hard to trust, the Falcons. 
No. Like, they might go and win this game. Like, they've got all the metrics to do it. I think they're favourites, actually, when I checked the the odds the other day. Yeah, they were favourites, which is kind of, how does Vegas know that the Falcons are going to turn it on this week and not the past three? That's the problem with the Falcons. You just don't know which week they're turning up. But the Colts have consistently turned up and they've consistently scored 30. Falcons don't score. No. Like, when they're bad, they're very bad. All right, homie, putting a pause on the preview. I want to go to a game that I haven't told you anything about, so you're unprepared, but it's easy. Trust me, trust me. So try to come up with a Christmas one for this. I just It's a misquote game. Missile quote, mistletoe, I don't know if it's there. But what I've got for you is a quote from Mike McDaniels, coach of the Dolphins, or Dan Campbell. And you've got to tell me who said the quote oh, I read out to you. They're two of our favorite coaches. They couldn't be more different. In size, look, attitude, but there are both funky guys. They keep it honest. So I'm going to start it off with number one. When talking about his team when he first started coaching, which coach said about their team, there was a number of guys that were here that I think did a great job. There's no turds here. Oh, I'll go Mike McDaniels on that one. That is incorrect. That is Dan Campbell. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Actually, I should have. It's a bit lowbrow. It is, think, it is a bit lowbrow. It is a bit yeah. lowbrow. Who told his players, I'm not carrying your toilet paper around. You've got to wipe your own butt. I've got a guess from the whole lot. It, is, it, is it Dan or Mike McDaniels? Oh, Dan these Campbell. are continuing the is same just coaches. Dan Campbell from the Lions or Mike McDaniels? Mike McDaniels. That is Dan That's Campbell it. again. We both, both, oh, come both on. Body training. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get one soon enough. Which quote? Which coach is quoted saying, "I used to go from game day to Wednesday without showering." Oh, that is Mike McDaniel. That is Mike McDaniel. Very well. Done. I knew that one. I actually know that one. I got one. I got one. Okay. Okay. And a bit gross. So it's one That's out of three. Gross, yeah, I think they're all a bit gross. Yeah. <laughs> Who said I don't play favorites, even if they have one butt cheek and three toes? When talking about his players. Hmm. Got Mike McDaniel three times. <laughs> Mike McDaniels. <laughs> it's Dan Campbell, dude. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> You're really bad at this game. <laughs> oh, I just don't like him. I just don't like him as much. <laughs> All right. Maybe you'll get this one. And I think you should because it's quite an easy one. Yeah. You said before their game with the Patriots, I play with Legos and I found a girl to marry me. That's hard. Beating Bill Belichick is easy. Oh, that. Is Mike McDaniels. Yeah, it is Mike McDaniels. I, I think yeah, Dan that's Campbell a is too physically massive to, to handle Lego. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. at least it give you a little bit of a cue. That was a good game, Cal. Oh, mate, I've got one more for you. Just oh, one oh, point of redemption. Done. If you get this one right, I'll give you full points for the round. Yes. Okay. <laughs> for it all, homie. When asked to be on the Manning broadcast for Monday Night Football, who replied to Peyton Manning in a text... Um, F yes, you're effing Peyton Manning, bro. That cannot be Dan Campbell. I mean, <laughs> it could be, though. It could be. No, nah, it's Mike McDaniels. It's Mike McDaniels. Okay, you've yeah. done it. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Give me a clap. Give me a clap. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good game, Cap. I hope everyone got as many as I did. <laughs> I think people get a lot more than you did. Nah. Uh, this is really as bad as <laughs> this is really as bad as my coaching 
quiz a couple of yes, I think episodes it, back I think in the day. You almost did better in that, and that was pretty poor. So maybe <laughs> in the new year, we're going to come back to that coaching quiz. I think we need to That's test That's the you problem again. with a public school education, everybody. <laughs> It's so crazy the public school system doesn't teach you the coaches of the NFL. That's wild. Yeah, and, how to, and how to win at quizzes on podcasts. Like <laughs> they're really going to step up their uh, trading here, you know? Okay, we're back into the previews and we're going into the stocking, which, as we know, homie, it's a little stuff, but there's some gold in that stocking. Not like that Chris Kriegel from before. We've got some good games here. Yeah, and I'm going to fill it up first with the Chiefs versus Raiders. Now. Ooh. The disruptors would be more than happy to take another <laughs> divisional scalp. Yeah. And uh, they would love to throw the Chiefs into chaos towards the end of this season. I can't really see it happening. You wouldn't the tip Chiefs, it. Would you tip it? No, nah, I wouldn't tip it. But it, it wouldn't surprise me. But it would absolutely surprise me at the same time. <laughs> because uh, the Chiefs, you know, they're winning. They should win comfortable. Mm. I'm looking at a big game here for Travis Kelsey. Yeah, you reckon? Would you yeah. uh, would you put it on for Kadarius Tony to actually get a touchdown this week? No, <laughs> <laughs> he'll get he'll get an opportunity, but he'll fall short. He'll get tackled short. Let's see if um, let's oh, see if I can predict see if that. You can predict that one. I think it's an interesting one. Maybe if I'm feeling a little bit merry before I put my tips in, I might go Raiders on this one because it'd just be the perfect upset to to make a jump in the tipping comp. So I'm crawling behind you and and Miss Sandy Holmes, so I'm I'm very concerned here. We'll be more than happy for you to get the Raiders, <laughs> more than happy. And I encourage everyone else to do it with me. But, okay, we're going to the Rams who are taking on the Saints. And the reason I think this is in your stocking is because the Rams always put on a show. The reason I think it's interesting is the hotly contested NFC South where the Saints are second and they just had two wins in a row. However, it's against the Panthers and the Giants. Homie, do you reckon they can put the pieces together again? Can they stay in this fight? I'd love to see a tight game here, but can the Saints manage it? I'd like to just see both teams play at their full potential and see, like, see if we can have a, you know, a real throwout. Um, I feel like the Rams are just a little bit better. I just think I they don't are. know. If yeah. this, I just know and think the problem with the uh, NFC South is you just can't give them any vote of confidence. It's hard to and measure them like, against any team that isn't in the NFC South. That's right. So it's like, and the Rams, have, they feel red hot at the moment. Like, so I find it hard to think that the Saints won't get churned up in that in that high attacking, high volume passing of the Rams. So I've got to think that the Saints can't get this done. I've got to go the Rams here. I think the Saints defense is really great the last few games, um, but... It's once out of uh, how many weeks we've had already. So I feel one attempt at it doesn't mean it's fixed. Got to go Rams for the shootout here. All right, I'm filling uh, I'm filling it up with uh, the Vikings versus Lions. There are two teams that are still alive, you know, and the Vikings, they've got a lot to play for and they might be careful because they could be in for a mauling here. Uh, you know, <laughs> I love the Lions after dark tag that I've stolen from them uh, post-game here, Cad. No, but the Vikings, they won't die wondering. And they're a team that they'll put it up, they'll give themselves the best chance, and they'll be in this game for as long as they possibly can, not lacking energy, not lacking any energy. I do think the Lions are too strong, too big, too fast. But 
wait for the Vikings to just hold on as long as they can and maybe give themselves a shot. Maybe. Yeah. I think we were all surprised by Nick Mullins' efforts the other day. And I think, I don't know, the Lions, where they do that little choke thing for you, homie. Are they going to stay on this week? But I'm going to tip him. I want to see the Lions come and get a win here. Mullins, I find it hard for him to keep replicating that. Like I feel like a lot more pressure is on him than the Lions, and I think yeah. the Lions can can really press them. So I just hope it's not a blowout here. Yeah. That's what I'm really hoping for. So I reckon it's a good game there. I've got the Texans versus Browns, and they take them on. The Texans take them on the Browns at home. Both of these teams collected wins despite injuries and troubles in the past few weeks. I actually think this is one of the toughest decisions of the week, but I'm going Browns. I think they're, you know, they can focus on Devin Singletary. He was so clearly carrying the team without CJ, Tank Dell, or anyone else there. Cutting him off is going to do a lot towards a win here. Flacco, just limit your interceptions to one this week. I'm not going to ask for impossible. I don't want you to not throw an interception. Just just one interception would be fine. That would be a good gift from him. That would be that away. would be honourable. Yeah, because he gives away too many. He is he is happy just to <laughs> just like throw me out the window. <laughs> it's it is a real hard it is a real hard one to pick because it's a I think it is a check in late with the final teams because yeah. it will make it a factor. Unlike other games where injuries can be held up, these two teams are in a bit of trouble at this time of season. Really do think the Browns are just based on the defense, which should be the better. Yeah. But I do want to see what Texans offense can put up in terms of people who will get back and then maybe I'll pick them. Yeah, I'd love to pick the Texans. There's there's no doubt I don't want to pick the Browns here, especially a Browns led by Joe Flacco. It's kind of like, why are you guys a contender and quite a decent contender who can crack into the playoffs built, I guess this record built off multiple efforts from multiple quarterbacks. This could be ugly. I just think the Browns' defense, maybe it has taken... Do you think it has taken the shine off in the last few weeks that the Browns' defense aren't who they were? No, it's because of the players that aren't there. It's not It's not that they aren't of quality. It's just they haven't had their full full system there. Mm. If they can get any of those players back, they're just as dangerous moving into the playoffs. Just scary for any team for sure. But let's move it on to the last team in the stocking. Well, it's almost full, and I'm going to fill it up with the Buccaneers versus the Jags. Oh, more interesting. This is a good game for so many. It's an interesting storyline here, isn't it? Because we've got two teams with everything on the line. You win, you stay top of your div, you lose, you open the door for someone to come sit in and take a crown. So there's a lot lot of stakes on this one. This is actually a, um, a very good game. Yeah, unfortunately, one has to lose, unless there's a draw. So oh, this no. crazy season, I'm going the draw. No, <laughs> no it, it can't happen. But and like you know, we've got Baker who's just come off a perfect game, and the Jags who, are, you know, any other week we would have said the Jags are way better than the Bucks. But where are you leaning? Are you, have you picked a draw? Or do you I, think it's a coin? Yeah, draw? I won't sit on the fence. I, I'm, I'm leaning towards the Bucks here. Actually, I think their form. I'm going on the quarterback here, and I think the form of Baker is way higher than. Trevor Lawrence at the moment, he's sort of misstepping. Even the commentary was really starting to turn on him late in the game last week when they were putting up no offensive efforts at all. I think the Bucs have more to offer here. And if they continue the connections they've done in the last two, three games, there should be a real challenge here for the Jags. It's an interesting matchup. It's a really tough one. Oh, God, where am I going to lean on this? Thinking I want to go Bucks so desperately, but the Jags still have enough in them to defeat him. Oh, this is going to kill me. It's still a good list. Like you, you read that list and you, if you're going on paper, you give Jags, you give Jags the win here. But It is a really interesting one. It is a really interesting one. Oh, I'm going to say, 
I'm going to say I think the Bucks defense has been much better than the Jags of late. And I don't know. I think the Jags are stuck in this kind of window right now where it's them versus a really great team and they fall short where the Bucks are kind of chipping through wins. They haven't won that many recently, and I think maybe we might be riding a bit high on them. I think Baker's been doing great. I'm going to go Jags. Let's go safe. I'm going to go the Jaguars here. I like it. I like it. I, like I don't feel good about it, stocking's full, Cad. Yeah. The stocking is full. I don't full. feel good about this. You make me feel a lot of doubt. Should we go get our Santa gifts? Let's go get them. All right, Cad, we've given out the dodgy Chris Kringle. We've filled the stocking up now. It's time for Santa gifts. Mm. Who have you got to kick us off? We've got some good games. Well, 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 homie. The Cowboys are on the road again when they go up against the Miami Dolphins. And this, I think, couldn't be a better timed game for the Cowboys to have such a devastating loss on the road to come up against these weapons. Now, we know that the Cowboys lost to the Bills. Josh Allen only had 94 yards throwing in that game, but the running backs collected 268 yards and two touchdowns. They have only lost to four teams this year, and they were underdogs against the Bills, and they are underdogs again this week, which I was kind of surprised by. Do you think that they should be discounted in this? Do you think everyone's calling for the end of the Cowboys? I don't think you should call. I don't like the how quickly you jump off the Cowboys. Like They're still a great team. Like, they go a bit extreme, a bit too far, a bit too far. But I do like it. <laughs> they, def- they definitely go they're the Collingwood of the they're the Collingwood of the NFL. So yeah. when you can trash them, you trash them. <laughs> and they've, they left the door wide open for this to come through because they're on the road. You know, again, we have the, the checkbox for the Cowboys and they haven't checked this box yet. No, you've got to prove it to us, please. When we, it's funny because when we talked in the preseason and we kind of had that conversation of does home or away actually matter, we brought up that stat. I think it was 53 to 60%. It, it can impact. You know, it's a bit harder being away. But on average, most season, it isn't that impactful. Has it changed your mind seeing this kind of Cowboys team as an example of that? I think the, I think the home factor sets in when you're, when you're the better team. A good team at home is hard to beat. Yeah. Any poor team is always easy to beat. You know, it's like, so it, it's, there's nothing changes if you're a poor team at home. You're a poor team away, you're a poor team at home. It's when you're a good team at home and you can create a fortress like a few teams have this season. Yeah. Like we've seen with Philly and Cowboys and the Dolphins are one of those as well. So no one likes to go there. No, not Big at contrast all. contrast in temperature as well, probably for the States. <laughs> well, the Cowboys defense, I reckon they're going to be super nervous about Raheem Mostert, Devon A. Chain, because the Dolphins running backs know well enough that they can focus on just running down this Cowboys defense after seeing the Cowboys struggle with Devin Singletary. And it's kind of hard for them because they're going to have to game plan to either pressure in the blitz and stop the run because they can't give up backfield. Tua can sling it. We know that. If Tyreek's there or not, Jalen can take deep balls. I think this is going to cause a few issues for the, the planning for the Cowboys defense. I think the Dolphins, however, have an issue contending with better teams in the league. Talked about this before, but they beat up big on bad teams. The Chiefs, the Bills, the Eagles are the best teams they've come against this season. And they weren't even close to winning those games. And they were all away games as well, which maybe leans to your point there as well, homie. I still believe our expectations of the Dolphins are skewed by these games where they dominate with over 30 points on the board. But I think with the Dolphins playing at home, I'm going to back them on this one. Yeah, it becomes more of like a matchup here. 
So it's like I'm seeing a matchup of styles here. Dolphins, like we continually, there's really, it's great to be a bystander for this game because it's like both will answer a question in this game. Yeah. Cowboys, can you win away? Dolphins, can you beat a team that's better than you? Yeah. It's a, <laughs> yeah. it, it is in, like they are better, they aren't as good as the Cowboys, you know, across the board. No. But they should win at home. So can you produce this win? I like the Dolphins just because I like their, their style better than the Cowboys. It's a personal preference, but it, I don't know if it stacks up well. And that's what it's like. We're heading into the playoffs. Uh, it's a lovely test. I'm going to pick them. That's what I think this is. I, I think this is yeah, the preview it's, of it's playoffs. A, it's a pure test to see if this style will stack up in the playoffs and if the Cowboys can handle that sort of choke tag that they've really bought, they've bought into, not us, they've bought into. And uh, I really I really can't wait for this game, Kat. I really can't. So I am so excited. Who are you going to land on here? Oh, it's, it's Dolphins. It's Dolphins? Yeah. Oh, man, this is yeah. exciting. I like it. And the fact that the Dolphins were favourites, I don't generally let the odds sway me. But in seeing this, I'm thinking, God, they are really great at home. And it kind of led me to those stats. So I'm thinking... I reckon it's going to be one of the best games of the week. I'm really hoping on that one. I hope so. What have let's, you got? Let's actually up? turn up, though. Oh, I've got a better one. you got a big one. <laughs> oh, Santa was kind to me, Cad. i got the 49ers <laughs> versus the Ravens. Can you believe we've got these two games on the same weekend? Unbelievable. It's, a, it's so. actually incredible. And f- the fact that they're both so relevant right now, it's just perfect. Bring it home, Santa. Yeah, so I've got the AFC number one, and I've got the NFC number one seed. So... This could not be better placed. This could, this could be a playoff. The Super Bowl early. preview, some might say. No, nah, I wasn't really. I wasn't willing. I was gonna go it, but I wasn't. I wasn't confident enough. He's um, not so into I'll, it. <laughs> yeah, I left it out there. But I'll give you the number one and number two in points conceded per game. Number three and number four in points per game. What a matchup! <sighs> it's a real gift from Santa, and I just cannot wait to see if the Ravens can match it with the 49ers. That, that's the big question, right? Because even though we've got the top team in the AFC, the 49ers just seem like a juggernaut at the moment. I mean, it's hard to think, you know, if the Ravens can't do it, I don't know if anyone can actually go toe-to-toe with the Niners right now. It's so hard to look at the 49ers and see past their superstar list. McCaffrey continues to ruin teams. He scored touchdowns pretty much every game this year. Yeah. Debo Samuel has just continued to get better and better since he's come back from injury. And Purdy keeps these perfect games without error and without opportunity to get your own gift. And it's just, it's really hard to go against them. I love what the Ravens do, but I am not ready to put them ahead of the 49ers at this moment. But question for you, Hmm. Baltimore Ravens are the number one in yards per game. Sam Fran. We saw against the Cardinals last week. They got gashed. They got cut up really badly. There was a couple of players missing there, and if they're not there again, can the Ravens take advantage of this enough to get them to win? It's the exact same way they want to win. It's the best way they can game it is to cut into the running game. That's what the Ravens are specialists at. If they can get exposed there, if they can expose the 49ers, they're actually a chance in this. I think the problem is that's their only option. So once the defense recognizes, which they will from before the whistle even blows to start the game, they can shut down this run defense early. They're a good enough team to do it. They always pull out some kind of specialist defensemen. Even off the bench, we get some heroes coming through. 
Can the Ravens, though, I guess the question to you, can the Ravens just rely on their running game to win a game? The problem, this is where I start to see the missing Mark Andrews as a big factor. I've, you know, I've checked he's still on IR. He's not going to be back. I'm not sure when he's back, but he's still sitting on IR. And I just see that when when you go against the 49ers, you have to have every weapon available to you. Yep. It's not that you're going to use it, but you need to threaten it so you can get advantage on another place. And I, I, I know likely he's been playing okay. I was going to say, he's actually been playing really well. Yeah, but he's not Mark Andrews and he's not in that top tier for me. And it's just like, I just see them, they needed an extra a boost here. OBJ and Zay Flowers have been great, but we're just missing that third little... Yeah, a little, little kick in the passing can. game. It's interesting yeah. one. I think we're both going Niners here at the end of the day. I'd love to go Ravens. In fact, you know, if the Ravens do this, it makes their playoffs even more interesting. And I just, you know, we've had years of great Super Bowl games where there's been actually balanced matchups. It's been difficult. I want someone to challenge 49ers. Let us know that they aren't perfect. I want to see them. You know, we saw them lose three games in the middle of the season this year. I don't know. Maybe, maybe someone just... Tips them over the edge. Let's see what Cena has in store for us, Kat. It's going to be fun. All right, Kat. That's the games. Formalities are done. Cena's delivered all the presents, and now we're just fat and lazy on the couch on Boxing Day. Are you telling me we can clock off? I I can get off this call? You can. You're done, mate. You're all done. Fantastic. But you know, it's our Christmas party, so that's true. We need to know what, what are you doing for Christmas? What's going on? What have we got happening? Oh, the Christmas for me is the usual family journey. You know, see the in-laws, mum's Christmas, dad's Christmas. Dad's Christmas is always great. It's very relaxed, and uh, I think this year, especially because of the pod, there'll be more football on than ever, which I'm very oh. excited about. I'm more excited though about the homey. Christmas, because as we've talked about in previous episodes, you've got a American-themed football Christmas coming up. Yes, yes. Number one, Sandy, she's been at hard at work, Kat. She, she's helped me prepare a, a menu for Christmas Day here. So we've got, everyone's picked a team. So the homes are now all going, oh, and the queues. They've all picked teams now. So we've gone and picked a dish from every team's city. No and way. we're creating that dish. So we've got a Philly, so Philly cheesesteak. Fantastic. We've got, we've got wings from, we've got a Lions, we've got Buffalo Wings. That's, oh, sorry, we've got Buffalo Bills. So Buffalo wings. Bills, Buffalo Bills. But there's wings. also Detroit Lions has a flavour as well. Okay. So they're coming out as well. Uh, Cincinnati, it's like a chilli. Like we've got a chilli from oh, Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's a few desserts. I'll, I'll, have to, I'll take some photos. I'll send them through. It's going to be a cracker. That sounds like watch a lot of ga- games on all day. Because like, now that games like, on all day. I love how much your family have gotten into the league so you only got into the league about a couple of years ago and the podcast started and the whole family has jumped on this it's incredible yeah. i've never seen you know you could i think i actually have lots of members of my family where they go cat's got a podcast and they go oh really what's it about and i say like, oh nfl they go oh <laughs> if it was about <laughs> afl i might listen to it and go well thanks guys i appreciate it <laughs> some of the aunties and uncles have not got a voice yeah. but <laughs> So that's why well, they're not covered at Christmas, yeah. but it's uh, <laughs> no, it, it's really exciting. Uh, we're, we're having a beach Christmas as well. We're getting down to sort of just past Geelong. It's going to be great. I can't wait for it. Hey, that's going to be, so be good. NFL. It'll be food. There'll be some drinks, and then we'll be down the down the beach as well. And it should be cracking time. So 
Hope everyone has a really good break too. It's going to be good to just get some chill out, I think. I think it's been a long year for everyone, Cad. Oh, 100%. And I think, you know, nothing better. After the Christmas rush on Boxing Day, you get to sit and watch a couple of games of football. On New Year's Day, you're also getting football. I'm not going to be having a big one this year, but when you, you come off the New Year's Day, you had a big party and you get to sit up and watch games for the rest of the day before heading back to work. Couldn't couldn't honestly have a better day. And then the beauty is, it's like you get back in the new year, we're just getting started with the NFL. Yeah, and oh so my God. We go into prime time NFL. I think so. you and I had this misnomer when, you know, you're winding down your actual job for the year and you're like, yep, we're all winding down and then we have two episodes per week to record. We had the Darren Bennett interview. We're just winding up. We're not slowing down yeah. here. We're just getting started. Yeah. Yeah, when we talk about, you know, relaxing, we're talking about the other stuff. We'll be we'll be here, we'll be live, we'll be getting right into this. You can stay with us the whole break. Come back, you know, don't worry about Australian Open, just worry about Onside Park. We've got you covered here. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this Christmas episode of Onside Punt. We hope you guys have an excellent holiday season and we'll talk to you before the new year. I'm excited to get into these games, homie. I am too, Kat. It's... Uh... It's a great time of year. We can really enjoy. You can watch full games. No worries. No, there's no time pressure. There's nothing to worry about. And just enjoy. Yeah. Just enjoy the break. I really do. I really do hope everyone has a great break. So. Safe driving out there, everyone. And we will catch you after Christmas. Merry Christmas, homie. Merry Christmas, Kat. Presents in the mail. <laughs> Piss off. <laughs> I know you have a tail. <laughs> uh, but-